Welcome to our podcast, Inside SAP S4HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. I hope you and your family are all safe. This is, for me, one of the most wanted podcasts ever because this is the third of a series that we decided to run together with our partner, Delawares and Nigel Grulet, who's the S4HANA Cloud Lead at Delaware Consulting. Nigel suggested to share his insight on a third session that was focusing on the end user. The second session was about the system itself. And today I will talk with him about the support team. So welcome back, Nigel. I'm glad to have you again for this closing session on the support team. I'm looking forward to listening to your insights. Thanks for having me, Yannick. Glad to be back. How do you see customer organize the support organization after an SAP S4HANA Cloud project implementation? Is that somehow different with on-premise projects? We don't really see a huge difference in, in how organizations are organized between cloud and on-prem on or other systems, right? But, I mean, some, some customers choose to use, um, you know, to outsource their support to third parties such, such as Delaware. Um, or they build their own team, um, or they have an internal team that takes over the support. Um, I mean, of course, the, the role of the basis console changes dramatically um, in cloud essentials. But, but generally, uh, we see customer support teams being very excited about the change to cloud because, you know, while, while it does not change how they organize themselves, uh, it, it does change what they do as a support team. Um, you know, th think about you know, constantly uh, monitoring the SAP roadmap uh, to, to know what's coming up, right? The innovations we talked about in, in the uh, the last uh, podcast, um, you know, what can the business really leverage in, in terms of new functionality um, to maintain best in class and, and to, to, to enhance their performance and, and to, to make their business processes more efficient? Um, you know, maintenance of, of master data and for new apps and improvements and all of that is, still comes into play, of course. Um, there's the release of new Fiori apps, um, you know, changes in authorization roles, um, new authorization objects that are being added or new catalogs, etc. right? There's the continuous engagement with SAP Influence, you know, the Influence portal to, to really see what are the new functionalities that, that not just as as customers or as, as as partners are looking for, but what is the whole community asking for, right? I mean, it's basically the whole mindset of, you know, it changes from from keeping the lights on to to really working on processes that actually help the business and and that are exciting to work with. But last time we spoke, you mentioned that customers made concern around upgrade is really the time it takes to the for the support team to go through the regression testing. So this is not the cloud stuff. This isn't default ERP things that everyone does. Is it somehow different in the cloud? How much time do your customers spend on, on upgrades? Um, yeah, so that, that's a topic that comes back, um, you know, pretty much every pre-sales case we do um, and every project. So I'm going to have to give you the, you know, typical consulting answer. Um, it depends. <laughs> so, um, you know, no, no one customer is the same as the next, but, but in general, I, I would say, it depends on the complexity of your setup, right? Um, if, if you stick as close as possible to, to you know, fit to standards, right? To stick to the best practice uh, processes, then it, it typically takes, you know, less than two work days um, every quarter to, to do the full, you know, regression testing. 
um, you know, make adjustments very quiet um, and, and, and just, just move on. Right. Um, of course, if, if you have, you know, in, interfaces and such, it will take a little bit more because you need to, you need to test these as well. Um, if you have a lot of custom development, there's going to be a little bit more testing involved, but I would say on, on, on average, um, big, Two workdays is, is typically sufficient to um, to do all of the regression testing. Okay, two workdays per quarter is definitely not much. But how does that match to you know an equivalent um, on-premise project? You know, is is it a good average at all? You think? Can we do better? I mean, I think it is a good average. Um, we can always do better, right? But uh, I think it's a good average. I mean, especially you know, considering that, that this keeps your system up to date from from both security and functionality perspective. Um, I'd say it's pretty good. Um, I mean, we've we've all heard of these upgrade projects that that takes years, years, or and with you know dozens of consultants, and and you know those days are simply over with S four clouds, right? So, I mean, it's it's worthwhile to note that. Most of the customers I work with, they don't require any any input from the business users on these regression testing. It's just the support team that does it, right? So when we when we talk about upgrades in in you know system upgrades from let's see let's say ECC five to six or something like that, you, you always had like a full project and you had business users involved and so on. That's not what we're talking about with S4 upgrades, right? It's, it's a purely um, support team driven exercise. So, you know, for, from a, for the business users, it's, it's really transparent to them that they, they hardly notice uh, in, until they, you know, maybe see some new functionality. Mm, I, that's interesting. In the, um, in the previous episode, um, we, we talked about the challenge that um, companies have, you know, to cope with the pace of innovation, be it from a, from a system perspective, from an end user perspective, you know, you get changes on a quarterly basis. Um, how do you help, you know, organizations cope with the pace of innovation? What kind of support do you get from SAP? What kind of assets, non-coded assets, um, do you leverage best or recommend your customers to, to leverage, um, you know, to, to manage that high pace of change? Yeah, so that, that's that's a good question. So we're first of all we're very happy with, with the documentation that SAP provides and and the insights we get in in like the roadmap basically, right? Um, and also things like the influence portal are are very um, eye opening. Um, not only do you get you know you don't don't just get to you know tell SAP like hey this is the functionality we need, but you also see what other customers are asking for, and you know. People take notice. There's people having discussions and so on, and and so I would say just in general, you know, at Delaware we, we, we strongly encourage the support organization to to join the early release sessions that SAP provides. Um, keep track of the roadmaps. Um, you know, you use your preferred success coaches and so on. It's you know, additionally, any any request that comes from the business that that's not not on the roadmap, um, raise it in the customer portal. Um, use the community, um, you know, to ask questions. It, it's not just implementation partners on there. It's not just the support teams, but there's actually a lot of experts from SAP that are replying to questions and 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 following up on things in the influence portal in the community uh, for S4 Cloud. It's 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 really um, 
it's really interesting worlds. Can we talk about that a little bit more? Because these are th those two are close to my heart, both the influence portal and the community. Uh, do you use them a lot? We do actually. So um, it's you know, it's a great tool. Like the influence portal is is a great tool to, to see what what other customers are working on, and and to kind of give visibility into. I want to say the direction maybe of what the product is is moving towards. Um, I mean, we've had several product uh, additions voted up in the community and, and eventually added to the product as well. So it's you know it, it's really nice to see like my customers interact with the community and my and SAP interact with my customers and and seeing some of your your IDs and you know some of the functionality that you require and you see several customers having this issue. Basically, see it validated that this is, is something that multiple customers are asking for, and SAP validating yes, this is actually something we need to add. And I, I think SAP is, is doing a great job with, with with the influence portal. Glad to hear that, Nigel. Thanks a lot. Well, I think this concludes the third of three episodes. Um, we talked together about um, end users and life after the go live. We talked together about life of the goal life for the system itself and now uh, we just ended the third episode with the support team and what does uh, support team need to take care of and get ready for for life after um, go live Nigel do you want to wrap it up quickly thanks Yonix, for having me um, I really want to encourage um, all our customers and and other uh, SAP partners take a look at, at S4 Cloud Essentials. It's a great tool. Um, it does a lot more than, than what people think and what, what people imagine it can do. Um, I mean, it's it's really a product that, that I personally believe in a lot. And um, I'm really looking forward to see where, you know, where SAP is taking us in this journey. Thanks a lot, Nigel. Thanks again. Um, that was the Third episode with Nigel, the S4HANA Cloud Lead at Delaware Consulting. Thanks a ton for your insight. Very welcome. Thank you very much for having me. So if you've enjoyed today's discussion with Nigel and like to learn more about SAP S4HANA Cloud, well, stay tuned for the next episode. And as always, feel free to drop us an email via insightS4 at sap.com and let us know which topics are of your interest. Stay safe. Continue to stay safe, please. Tune in next time and always be inside SAP S4HANA. Bye-bye.